This is my story and testament of a white person being affiliated with RBG movement. Now, if you're not sure what RBG is, it's revolutionary but gangster. Not the first time I ever met a member or Daz, because I'll probably just send this directly to him or in two different neighborhoods. First time I met him was in one, yeah, I don't want to name the specific neighborhoods, but there was a, I was affiliated with a certain genre of music group that really didn't get along with other, another specific group considered like punk rockers. Now there was a big group of punk rockers that moved into the neighborhood, which was like, oh great, so now we're around, you know, we're gonna have a fucking problem now, we're gonna have to deal with these guys, you know, we don't get along for stupid music reasons, whatever. Uh, but what threw us back the most was one of the members was African American, he's black. Now mainly when you see punk rockers or anarchists, stuff like that, they're predominantly white kids, so, you know, we had to take a double look, right, what the fuck? And um, he always had a rag hanging out of his pocket. And the rag was red, black, and green. We're like, what the fuck kind of gang is that? And uh, I remember us hearing through the neighborhood that they sold weed. And so we were trying to buy weed. So we went over there one day to try to buy some weed. And we asked him, you know, hey, what gang is that? And uh, he told us, you know, it's not a gang, it's a movement. And he gave us a lecture about, you know, kids shouldn't be smoking weed. <clears throat> and I guess one of the dudes in the group, in our group, Noticed that they had a weed plant and went over there in the night and stole it. And, uh, he remember him seeing me one day walking to the store and calling me over and uh, accused me of stealing the weed plant. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I ended up finding out who took the weed plant and I went and took the weed plant back to his doorstep. You know, I told him, look, here's the weed plant. I didn't take it. You know, that's not me. Don't, don't, fuck, don't accuse me of shit I didn't do. Uh, he gave me a big old lecture and he told me to keep the weed plant. And that was the first time I ever met him second time I met him was in a totally different neighborhood, another ghetto. Uh, ironically, I was trying to buy weed again. Now, there was a girl in middle school that developed way too early. Uh, and uh, I, would all, I had to walk the same direction because I didn't live within the school district. I lived in another neighborhood. And so I had to walk the same direction she walked. And I would always flirt with her on the way until, you know, she reached her spot. And then I would go on and walk, walk home. And then at some point, I guess she had gotten a boyfriend and never fucking told me anything. And one day, uh, when I was walking with her, flirting with her, back, you know, heading back home, her boyfriend confronted me and was, you know, what the fuck, hitting on my chick. And I was like, yeah, my bad, dude, you know what I mean? She never, never told me stop, never told me she had a boyfriend, dude, my bad. And, uh, I ended up asking her if he knew where to get some bud. And we ended up becoming kind of cool. And he's like, yeah, I know where to get some bud. And he'd take me over to his, uh, took me over there to their apartment, and he ended up going upstairs to get some weed. And, uh, Ironically, it was Daz again, and uh, he wasn't so punk rocker this time, and there was a bunch of other members that were uh, RBG movements and Black Panthers and stuff like that, and uh, I would always hang out with that dude, and we all kind of became friends, and the neighborhood, there was another, uh, another dude that lived next door to him who kind of looked like me, and... Uh, and so we kind of, we all kind of got along, and we started hanging out. And then, you know, all the kids from the neighborhood kind of hung out in that neighborhood, in that place. And so uh, I'd always just get off of school and go over there and hang out with them. And we became pretty good friends, and he ended up having a studio in his apartment. So all the little fucking bastard kids in the neighborhood would go over there, and we'd all smoke and hang out and go rap in his studio and shit. 
And we all we ended up becoming really good friends. Now it was him, his brother, and a couple other members. And they everywhere they went, they had the 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 red, black, and green flags. You know what I mean? The RBG, and they they started educating me and telling me about that. And FTP, you know what I mean? Free free the people for the people, and all these movements that they stood behind. And what those movements were, they never hated me, never treated me with, you know, because I was white or whatever. Now, there was one, Dre, he was a fucking dick, and always being racist as fuck, and, you know, he'd always call me Cracker. Polly want a Cracker? Polly want a Cracker? Fucking dick. But, uh, but him, Daz himself, was, was a really good dude, and his brother was a really good dude, and we all became really good friends, and, uh... I've seen firsthand injustice, and I've seen firsthand how the police harass people, and uh, how they break constitutional rights all the fucking time. And um, there's some quite crazy stories. Er, so there was all of us kids. There was me, uh, that girl's boyfriend, which was part of a, a I guess, a local gang. And uh, there were some other kids, too, that hung out there, Daniel and a, and a couple other dudes. And um, I remember one day, I guess Daniel had a problem with some other kid at school, and Dre had brought over a hairsoft gun to play a prank on uh, JR, which was Dad's neighbor. You know, we were always fucking around playing pranks and shit. And I guess Daniel had some fucking bright idea to go take that gun and take the orange, the airsoft gun and take the orange tip off of it and go confront the kid he had a problem with trying to act like it was real or scare him. Somebody called the cops saying, hey, there's some fucking Mexican gang member in the street with AK. So a police blocked off the whole fucking neighborhood and came running out in the street with AR-15s and fucking gun, real guns and shit ready to shoot this son of a bitch. And here comes fucking uh, Daz running out there in the street with his hands in the air screaming, don't fucking shoot him, don't do nothing, it's a fake gun, you know what I mean, it's a fucking airsoft gun, don't fucking, you know what I mean, what are you guys doing, you're about to kill a kid, and, uh, and that was a really big fucking thing, and, but, you know, he didn't have, he didn't have to do that, and he maybe have saved, probably saved, uh, uh Daniel's life that fucking day, because the police was gonna shoot his ass, playing with a stupid airsoft gun like it was a real gun. Uh, that's one story. <laughs> there were so many. And then, uh, I remember another time, uh, that girl's boyfriend, which was in the local gang, and Daz's neighbor, J.R., had, uh, went and confronted another dude that was hitting on his girlfriend. Problems, I guess, with that. Uh, and I guess him and that dude had had prior problems in high school. Now, we were in middle school. He was in high school. He was he was older than us, and he was older than that girl. Um, but I guess they had had problems, so he ended up getting JR, and uh, I think it was Daniel, too. And all three of them went to go confront that dude, and that dude was part of, like, a crime family. Not, like, a real big national gang, but a, kind of a local crime family, I guess you would say. Um, and they went to confront him, I guess, you know, started some shit, and later that day, they rolled back up to the apartment complex, because they knew we all hung out there, you know, Daz lived there, JR lived there, and, uh, the, seeing the, 
girl's boyfriend lived all in that apartment so they all knew that the, you know and I was always hanging out with them too and one of their the main guy from that family's brother went to that middle school too so me and him ended up getting into a fight that's that's later shit but they came back that day and uh, I remember we were up there on the porch it was me Cam uh and scene and we were all just we were just smoking a blunt talking shit and uh I remember I'm hitting the thing, and I, I go to hand it to scene, and scene fucking just jumps back and gets on the wall. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck's in this weed? Why the fuck you acting all stupid? And I, then I turn around, and, and fucking, no, it wasn't Cam, it was Ace. And then Ace was all in the door, like, fuck, come here, come here, come here, what the fuck you doing? I'm like, what the fuck? And I turn, and these fuckers rolled up in the van, and the dude popped out the door and cocked the fucking uh, gun back and straight pointed at straight pointed it at me I was like what's up now motherfuckers you got some shit to say now you ain't fucking hard now are you huh and I was like oh shit and then Ace yanks me boom yanks me into the doorway and then here comes fucking Ryan running out Woo! running out the do down the steps and he grabs the kids because there was three kids on the steps right there playing like right in front of this dude and he just hopped out and point pulled a gun out and he's like what the fuck there's fucking kids out here what the fuck's wrong with you and uh, he grabs the kids and runs upstairs, and then those dudes pop one off in the air and drive off. Uh. Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Uh, and I remember that night, we were up all fucking night just waiting, because we're like, fuck, they're going to come, and they're going to do a drive-by. We had, you know, all the kids. We made sure we were running around the neighborhood. People that we knew... Uh, you know, hey, we put the little one, uh, JR, because he had, he had a sister, and... Uh, there were some other kids in the neighborhood, and we had them not sleeping in their beds. They were sleeping on the floor. You know, we were hiding in bushes. We had all the porch lights off. Everybody had a gun. We were just waiting for some shit to happen. Luckily, they never came back by. They never did a drive-by or no shit like that. Problems with them did continue, though. I ended up getting in a fight with that dude's brother in school. And, you know, I didn't even directly relate to me but because I was affiliated with that group because of fucking JR and scene that we all kind of got shit for that but us you know he put his life on the line essentially for children so uh, he's a really good dude and um and then there was another time me me Ace and Cam all went to the fair and uh we was coming back from the fair and he had an old car old school car it was a standard, and so uh, you know we all we all had a great time at the fair. You know it was all good, and we were leaving the fair, and he and he he didn't take off like super fast. You know it was a, a little a little jerk or what, a little hard take off or something like that. A little just a little little, little skirt thing, and the police pulled him over, said that he was doing uh, donuts in the street, peeling out. Well, what the fuck? You know that's bullshit. Ain't nobody fucking doing. You know what I mean? Whatever. He just wanted to pull him over because he was a black man driving. And he, the little skirt was a, apparently a good reason for him to fucking pull us over and harass us. I remember calling Cam. I mean, not Cam. He called his brother, Daz. And uh, he came he came running down there with, uh, with, with the fucking camcorder and another dude named Blaze. And, you know, was filming the whole interaction because, you know, I, we didn't even do anything wrong. And I remember them trying to flip me on them, like, oh, you okay? You okay? Why are you with these Why are you with these black men? And I was like, fuck you. You know what I mean? These are my fucking friends, you piece of shit. And why'd you pull us over? 
then, then they realized I wasn't wasn't really on their side, so then they yanked me out the car and started giving me shit. I had a weed hat at the time, so they're like, oh, you guys like smoking drugs and fucking talking all kinds of shit. And so Cam, I mean, uh, Daz came with Blaze and was started filming the whole thing, which then caused them to call even more police, and it became like a big fucking thing. And um, I think they ended up towing his car, and I had to get right back with Daz and Blaze. And um, I guess they, I guess he ended up, Blaze ended up telling telling the police that they had smoked weed before they came because the cops were like, I smell weed in the car where you guys smoking weed. And I guess Blaze like, you know, gave out, just started talking. I was like, oh yeah, we're smoking weed, all this shit. I had to get a ride back because they took Cam's car. And so I had to get a ride back with Daz. And, um. I remember them arguing, and when we got home, the whole way, fucking calling, you know, why the fuck you telling on us, you're trying to get us going to fucking prison, you fucking rat, and, uh, I remember coming back and telling me, hand, yeah, hand me the pistol, give me that gun under the back seat, and I hand Daz the pistol, and he's like, go upstairs, and then I see him pistol whip his ass, wah, and fucking I go upstairs, and, uh, Cam and Ace were already back home, and they're like, well, what's going on there? I was like, I guess he told the cops that they were smoking weed, and they're like, oh, no. Oh, no, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, he, he he didn't do nothing bad to him, you know, he we hit him a couple times with the pistol and told him some shit, and he ended up doing some more seisty shit, he ended up trying to rob him for some money, I think, and I didn't, you know, I, we, he'd never seen his punk ass again kicked his ass out of the, the little group and because everybody would always go over there and use the studio and, and rap and stuff and that was another cool thing anytime i wanted to use the the studio he would let me go in there and use the studio no money no no charge no nothing you know not like i was good at rapping anyways but it was just cool it's cool for him to do that and uh, i've seen him stand up for people of all colors and I seen him stand up against injustice. I seen injustice, and I remember another time, I was I was saying what's up to Ace and the police from the middle school. The cop schools were trying to get him for like they were trying to charge him for like bitch, my soul trashed And I I ended up running over there into the cop, telling him yo fuck off. That's my mom's boyfriend, bro. I know him. You know what I mean? So they want they wouldn't fuck with him. And then the cops at the school didn't like me. They didn't like that. You know, they, were, they didn't like the fact that I was friends with black people and that I was standing up for the black people. So they would start harassing me, hinting me about all kinds of shit. 